I'm going to do the prayer again tonight, which uh, I know, um, Martin, you said it was miraculous for you guys, too, when you did it. It's just fun. So, in fact, there was a, I don't know if I shared this or not. I've got a bunch of videos of testimony that people sent. I've got I to put them on here. But um, there was, uh, i got to call this, <clears throat> there was a, uh, a baby that had basically whooping cough or croup. They couldn't figure out for three months straight. Rosie, you think you've heard that before, right? Your kids or grandkids? Sounds like they're dying, doesn't it? it yeah, it's like for three months. Think about that, moms, you know? And uh, just kind of called out desperate, so mom's not sleeping and all the fatigue and stress that goes with that, right? Because her baby's not sleeping and prayed. And like two days later, we got it. She goes, we got a clean bill of health from the doctor. And just that, it's nonstop right now, which is really fun. And all we're doing is this. That's the good news. Because the whole goal is really to teach all of you guys to be the body of Christ, right? That uh, you guys can do it. That you're the light. You're the, you're the body. And so, uh, in fact, I was telling this lady, she's like, I would love to be used by God. And I said, well, then just be usable. You know, like, there's nothing special about what we're doing. I promise you, we can teach any of you to do it. And that's what I'm trying to accomplish. Is that fair? So how you can really enter into prayer and practice his presence all the time, whenever you need it, whenever you desire it. So that's, that's really what I'm after. So that's what we'll talk about tonight. Um, <clears throat> you guys, anybody guys been doing this this last week? Yeah? How, how's it going, Bill? Good? You're learning? Okay, if anybody wants to do it at the end, like I did last time with Justin, let me know. But here, here's really what it is, is I could sum it up really, the love code, in two things. One, it's not your fault. <laughs> no condemnation, right? Because uh, most of us have programming from our, our childhood or even generational from our mom and dads or even grandparents um, because the memories are passed on in their DNA. Science is showing that more and more and more. And, and uh, you know, I was taught it's generational curses. I'm like, yeah, sort of. Um, but it's not a demon or something like that. It's just something in there that, that uh, God's given us a beautiful heart and mind to redeem it. So <clears throat> it's not your fault. I get it. And then people go, so are you just saying it doesn't matter? I'm like, no, it matters a lot because if your life is miserable, it's miserable. And if, we're, if we don't know how much we're loved, um, you, you guys know, uh, you, that's where all of the works of the flesh come in, anger, murder, strife, all the different things. And most of it is not your fault, literally. You're running on programs that were planted in you when you're a young kid, and you have no filter. You know, they call it, some of you guys have read a lot of these books. Is from one to seven, your brain's in this place called theta mode where you can just absorb everything, but you don't have a filter. So if something's happening at work, or, or you see your mom and dad fighting, or, or uh, <clears throat> it's usually, this is where we usually pick up all the guilt, all the shame, all the I'm, I'm dirty, I'm not good enough, I'm not valuable enough, um, you know, uh, uh, yeah, if, if, so if any of you guys have ever had a perfect childhood, let me know. I'd like to meet you because um, I didn't have one. And uh, <laughs> I've had to, I'd have to countless times, Barb and I have even apologized to our kids, which is really healthy, by the way, guys, is if we learn something and then we're like, oh, you know what? We should have handled this differently. We've apologized to them. Just go, you know what? This, we did the best with what we did, what we knew and what we were being taught. But we have a very different understanding right now and just want you to know mom and dad were wrong. And we just want to ask for forgiveness and and it's just healthy. You know, it's just healthy. There's been, it's with our kids and us, and now they know, okay, mom and dad can be fallible too, and they're not this, like this iron-fisted thing, which is kind of how I grew up, right? Well, why do we do that, mom? Because that's how we've always done it. Okay? <laughs> it doesn't really help me a whole lot, right? Like, if you, if you explain it to me, maybe I'll understand. And 
And, uh, or why does dad treat me like this? So I don't know. You know, well, probably because his dad treated him that way and his dad treated him that way. And, and then, so there's, you guys get what I'm trying to say. So it's not your fault. It, <clears throat> there's no condemnation, Romans 8, 1. In Christ, it, so let's just fix it, though. So we need to deprogram that junk that's in there because it's there. Does that make sense? And then the, really the last, the last is then we reprogram it. I'll, I'll kind of go through this. I actually did all this. So I just spoke on all that without realizing it. So um, I forget what I put up there sometimes. Yeah, so let me read that second from the bottom paragraph. Our hearts and minds are the most powerful creative forces in the world. They're, so, and I was talking about this last week, Eastern meditation is empty in your mind and, and uh, of everything. <clears throat> and I don't know about you guys, but with me, if you tell me don't think about anything for an hour, I don't know, that doesn't work very well, Right? It's after about 10 seconds, I'm going, oh, what do the Yankees do today? And like, oh, no, it's like, okay, you're in prayer, Mike, prayer, prayer, hour of prayer, be focused, you know? <laughs> and I don't think God's offended by any means. So uh, true Christian prayer, meditative prayer that, that Joshua talks about, and all through Scripture, you know, meditate day and night, etc. all these different things. It's, it's, uh, it's focusing on him, which is love. <clears throat> so true meditative prayer, in my mind, is using our gifts of our hearts and minds to focus on what we desire and to feel what we desire. So it's not, not emptying your mind. It's actually using your mind to accomplish something. Does that make sense to you guys? Which then it can be done in a much shorter period of time. And um, you don't have to take forever and, oh, I, you know, I, my mind just got scattered again and I got to bring my mind back and all this stuff. No, it's just you can relax with the whole thing. So anyway, <clears throat> it's not your fault how I would summarize this book and then that last, that last sentence. What would it feel like to trust in an unlimited love and power greater than yourselves to bring your dreams in reality? How would that feel? That's awesome, isn't it? That's the love code. And that's what I was just sharing at, in communion. One, uh, 1 John four seventeen. Herein is love made complete or perfect is what it says, teleos, the end, the fulfillment of, of what love was supposed to do. In the day of judgment, I know it's, it's translated judgment, but it's literally crisis where we come up with crisis, where things don't look right. Anybody ever been in a position where it doesn't look or feel right in your life? So here's what he's trying to say. <clears throat> in that day, when there's a crisis, have boldness in it, because as you are, so am I in this. As I am, so are you in this creation, this cosmos, is what he says. So he's married to us. He's our husband. He's our, he's our daddy. So anyway, whenever, whenever there's a crisis, love is complete when we can just go... We can be bold in this area because he loves me. And how would love respond? How would you respond to your kids or your grandkids if there was a crisis? You'd take care of them. You'd love them, right? You'd, you'd respond. And so that's, I love that. That's, as he is, so are we in this world. And here's how love is, here's, here's the final definition of love. If you're trying to figure it all out, know it's going to be okay and I'm married to you. There's bold, you can have boldness when there's a crisis in your life. Got, got it? <clears throat> I think I've beat that one up. But I love this sentence right here. Uh, Chris Abedo and I were just having breakfast and, and uh, we were kind of just grinding on that. It's like, it's so good. It's one of the best I've ever, for me anyway, right now, I'm just like, oh, it's so good. What would it feel like to trust in an unlimited love and power greater, oh, it's supposed to be an ER on there. Sorry for my grammar. So <clears throat> greater than yourself to bring your dreams into reality. That's true meditative prayer. That's true resting in him. Is that cool? That, that just makes me breathe in like, oh, all things are possible. He's unlimited, and his love is unlimited. There's no length, there's no width, there's no depth, there's no breadth that he won't go. 
If he didn't give us his son, how will he not freely give you everything? You guys getting it? So that's how I would summarize this book. So let's go to the next slide real quick. <clears throat> All right. Oh, oh, no, that's the prayer. So I, what I want to do, what I, I want to just, uh, I know I'm, I'm doing this, making fast work of this book in two weeks. Because there's there's, as I read it again, I was like, God, there's a lot in here. Is there not? Some of you guys are reading it again. So don't feel like you have to go read it again. Um, because I'm really just trying to summarize it for you. I'm going to the end, the, th- the combination tool. He talks about three things in here. He talks about energy medicine, which is just physical things you can do. You know, he talks about rubbing your heart, rubbing your head, and rubbing the top of your head. It's just adding energy to your body. It makes sense. It, that's what people do. You know, when, when, uh, <clears throat> um, when you're getting physical therapy and things, you ever, you ever get the goo on you and then they're doing the sonic stuff? And, yeah? Yeah? It's war- sometimes they don't warm up the goo. That's really bad. So, uh, but then when it's warm, it feels really good, right? So they're, they're, they're doing the sonic energy into your body. It's just it's common sense. It's, it's trying to add energy to your cells because if your cells have enough energy, guess what? They function well and you, you're free from disease usually. When we're in fear, we're in anxiety, when we worry, that's where all of our stuff starts to come from typically. So the good news is, is if we can get rid of that stress, that fear, that anxiety, guess what? The body responds. And that's really what we've been doing and seeing so many physical healings this week. It's been really the last two weeks. It's just been fun. So and the other one is the, the, the sentences. It's basically, you know, we would call that affirmations, etc. And so, um, but the last one is what I'm going to talk about, which is the healing, uh, the heart screen tool. It's fancy words for he's given you an imagination. He's given you a mind that you can use to see things and feel things. So I'm going to just cover the, the, the heart part because he says some important things here. It says, the heart screen tool addresses the spiritual part of us. That is our spiritual heart. <clears throat> we would, science calls that your subconscious. We would call it our heart. You know, um, King David called it our heart. Solomon calls it our heart. You know, guard this thing. Cellular memories, unconscious, subconscious, conscious, and beyond. Spe- specifically, this tool consciously and intentionally activates and uses our heart screen, our imagination, so you actively use your imagination, right? A mechanism inside our being that is capable of deprogramming and reprogram, reprogramming us at a spiritual level. We use it every time we imagine something, whether it's real or made up. And so here's the interesting part, guys. Uh, what you imagine eventually starts to, to affect the subconscious. But if you imagine something long enough, do you start to experience it? Of course you do, right? So if you start worrying about something over and over and over, does your body respond? Yeah, you start to feel anxious and fear and everything else. You, your subconscious just takes it and goes, this is who you are. So most of us people go, I don't, I don't know how to meditate. And you've heard me say this before. I go, of course, we're, we are all expert meditators. All of us are really good at it. We just do it in the wrong way most of the time. We worry most of the time, don't we? We, we, we use our imagination, this God-given gift to meditate on the wrong thing most of the time. What if this happens? And if this doesn't happen, what if this happens? And what if this person? And, and uh, so, but he's going, you know what? Think on these things, Philippians 4, 6. What does he say? Think on these things. So he doesn't say empty your mind. He says, think on these things, things that are lovely, things that are pure, things that are the, the whole list, right? So any, you've heard me cover prayer with that pretty good. So anyway, so here's, he says, uh, and the reason I'm only covering the heart screen is this sentence right here. The heart screen tool has the potential to dwarf energy medicine and reprogramming statements in terms of its effectiveness. Why this tool taps directly into our image maker, our imagination, the source of the most powerful, creative, and destructive force on the planet. Right? 
We can use it for the wrong thing, which is very destructive, or we can use it for the right thing, which is one of the most powerful and creative forces in the world. In fact, everything that has ever been created or destroyed by humanity was done through our imagination, and it could not have occurred without it. That's fascinating, isn't it? That's why the grace message, in my opinion, is so important. Because people are like, wow, follower of Adam, Oliver, and Christ, why is it important? Because people are living in hell. They're, they're, they're experiencing death all around them all the time with anguish and, and fear and anxiety. And if we still have this separation mindset, I promise you, you, you start to become like the God that you worship. So if you believe God is judgmental and going to separate people, how do you start acting? Do you think that's what God's going to do, right? And so your politics are affected by that, your 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 government decisions, your, your decisions, everything starts to be affected incorrectly, in my opinion, when you start uh, uh, having all those things of us versus them and in and out. And uh, that's why it's critical to me to, uh, hey, show people they're loved. Because, you know, people, somebody was asking this the other night at Fellowship Wednesday, and I don't remember what we were talking about. And here's my default statement, you know, when they're debating theology, well, what about this, what about that? I don't know. I don't know about all of them. But, you know, I'll go, I'll go research and ask the Holy Spirit to go, hey, tell me what this really means. But at the end, if you can't figure it out, here's the easiest thing to do. I don't really know how to debate all that theology. That's what I tell them. I said, but I know this, is love never fails. Just love them. Love them. Pretty easy, right? So if love never fails, then if you never want to fail, just respond in love. Because I do all the time. Not. <laughs> Working on it, Right? I really am. I'm like, well, you know what, Lord, just ground me even more. So I respond in love every time. It's, it's, it's really, it's fascinating, actually. So as I explained in chapter three, your heart screen is the screen for your imagination. It's your view into your spiritual heart <clears throat> or your human hard drive. So if you want to know what's in there, if you want to know what's, what's really going on in you, what's your most dominant emotion every day? Are you anxious? Is there fear? Is there worry? Is there, uh, uh, is there all those things? They're pretty easy to feel and spot, aren't they? It's like, what are you, what are you trying to deal with all day? What's, where does it hurt is a nice way to do it. Hey, where does it hurt? Because the things that work in your life, guess what? You've reprogrammed your life in that area, and it's easy. You don't even have to think about it because it really becomes subconscious. This is just who I am, and this is how it works. But it's the stuff that, that we're going to try to get after here tonight again is, what, where are the things that don't work in your life? Let's get after those. Um, because uh, wouldn't it be nice to be complete in him? Ah, shalom, peace in every area of your life. It would be beautiful. That's, that's a, it's a beautiful term. So he says, um, the, 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 I prefer the term image maker. I like imagination because we all can understand what imagination is. Oh, and then he says, oh, here's why he doesn't like it. I prefer the term image maker because imagination tends to convey daydreaming or fantasy. I like that actually, don't you? Because what you focus on is actually what you're going to start to experience. So I don't know why he doesn't like that. But anyway, we are, talking about, we are talking about creating the perfect success for you by using the most powerful tool available. So that's why I'm covering this is really what is it. So anyway, <clears throat> so let's, and then he's kind of explaining what your subconscious looks like. So con, your, your mind, your, your mind, your will, emotions, it's all kind of, they all kind of run together. Your spirit, it's, it's really difficult to, to separate them in my opinion. But um, the conscious mind is what you can actively see. Right? You can use your imagination and see things. The subconscious or below conscious would mean what? You can, you're experiencing it, but you don't really understand what's there. You can kind of know what's there, though, by how you're, how you're feeling, whether you're anxious, whether you're, 
you know, if, if you're going through the same thing year after year after year after year, just make it this year that you, you deal with it, right? And that's why we're trying to go through this is, is you've, he's given you the ability to do it. With, like he said, it was the most powerful tools that mankind's ever seen because we're created in his image. We, we create, we image things. And so conscious is what we can see, subconscious is what you can't see, but it really is a million times more powerful than everything. So if you're trying to change uh, in your marriage, if you're trying to change your business success, if you're trying to change anything, we have to deal with the heart. We have to deal with it because you can do it by willpower for a, lo- for a little while, but uh, it's going to kill you, literally. It's stress and anxiety and and then you start going, gosh, I should be such a better Christian by now. Why, can, why am I still struggling with this? And that's where, uh, guys, if you can understand, there's no judgment in Christ Jesus. It really is a, um, it's a program in us that's not working right. Something entered into our heart, and it's running there 24-7. And that's why we do these things. So we can be good for a little while, and then, oh, we blow up again. So anybody ever experienced that? Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I, I, I just prefer the not blowing up part, so let's deal with it, right? Anyway, so the cool part of all that is uh, what you focus on long enough, what you can use your, your image maker, your heart screen, what you image, what you can visualize in your heart in, or in your mind, eventually starts to reprogram the subconscious. So that's what it starts to reprogram it. So it doesn't mean you're stuck. It means that if you, if you use the tools that God's given us, our hearts and minds, the divine parts of us, is you can reprogram. So I'll just finish this and then we'll, we'll kind of go through the prayer and we'll do it with you guys so you have some tools to, to work with. And so anyway, and you can modify this, guys. This is just what works for me. I kind of even took some of his stuff and, and, uh, and if you don't like any of this, like I said last week, I'm doing this because some of you guys really like structure. I don't like a lot of structure, but some of you guys really like structure. I like to just go, all right, God, you and me, let's go after this thing, you know? What's going on? Because I, I just know I can ask the Holy Spirit to heal and he'll heal. I, I just trust him enough that way. And I go, you know what, I'm, I'm mildly retarded most of the time, Lord, so heal me here. And, uh, and he does. It's really awesome, right? So, but some of you guys that are very structured, my wife likes structure. Um, so this is kind of for you guys. It's, it gives you, gives you steps. Some of you guys like steps, right? Five steps. And so we give you five steps here. <laughs> All right. So I took it from how many steps did he have? Oh, you only had six, so I only took it to five then. So I think, I don't remember what I put. I can't ever do as many steps as what people have. I'm like, this is saying the same thing. Just whittle this down to a couple steps here. So the heart screen tool is a very powerful way to tap into the power of our subconscious and unconscious mind, which not only exponentially more powerful than our conscious mind, but controls our conscious mind and body. But the great thing about the heart screen, imagination, anytime I say heart screen, it's your imagination. Is what we ac- is that we can access it from our conscious mind, just not our, just not just our subconscious or unconscious mind. Remember, the top part of your heart screen is conscious. There's two parts of us. We can imagine what we can see, and the stuff that we can't see is the subconscious. So that's what he's, he's saying there. It gets confusing sometimes. Remember, the top part of your heart screen is conscious. You can see it. You can you can use your imagination to imagine. You can use your imagination to create. You can image things as you desire it to be. And what happens on the conscious part of the screen, what you're imagining, affects what's on the part you can't see or the subconscious part. <clears throat> As you reprogram and deprogram your heart screen over time, you'll be able to choose what you want to see and what you don't want to see on your heart screen. So this goes back to the very beginning. Two trees, choose one, right? As, as uh, 
uh, as they're going into as they're being going into the promised land, God says, "Listen, I've set before you what life and death. What's the next word? Choose. choose. We get to choose. Isn't that good? That's our free will." He goes, "Hey, you can choose what you want to choose. So let's choose life, right?" Let's choose life. Let's choose abundance. Let's choose limitlessness. Let's choose joy. Let's choose health. Let's choose, and that's where uh, I know sometimes people are like, well, it's not just a choice. No, it is a choice. It's a choice. Every time we have a choice, don't we? We have a choice in how we respond. That's, uh, that's what's interesting. So, um, hey, things happen. I get it. Life happens, etc. Then we can choose life. How are we going to respond in this situation? And we can choose life. And as we choose life, guess what? It starts to reprogram our subconscious and then we start to experience what we choose. Am I making sense? Okay, so let's go through this prayer because I want to get you out at a decent time here. Um, and if anyone wants prayer at the end, I'll do it just like I did with Justin. If not, that's fine too. So, uh, so he just goes to the end. If you want to go to the end, he, he uses the three tools. This is basically the summary of the whole book, okay? Like how do we pray is how I would do it. If I've got junk going on in my life, fear, anxiety, worry, etc., how do we get rid of it? Because I'd like to experience life. That's the easiest way. So, all right. So what are you dealing with right now? That's the easiest thing. Health, fear, lack, anxiety. And then just ask the Holy Spirit. Um, we've hammered this scripture into you this last year. Good enough. Ask. And sometimes he answers because he works in mysterious ways. That's not what it says, right? Ask and what? You shall receive so that your joy may be full. If a husband, if, if, if mom's not happy, is the husband usually happy? No. So that's what he's trying to get across there. He goes, you're my bride. I'll do anything for you. Asks, you will receive. That, that should give you confidence. So when we ask a question like, Holy Spirit, show me where the root of this is. He'll tell you. Does that make sense? Some of you guys won't listen, but then I've got a solution for that too. So, um, but usually it's like, hey, when's the earliest memory of this? And what, what will happen over time if you actually do this is you'll remember the situation and uh, Michael, you and I were sharing some stuff at House Fellowship. We have very similar upbringings with our dad, right? And uh, kind of ugly stuff. But, uh, and guess what? We, we deal with it, right? We deal with the fallout now, but it's better to choose and deal with it now so we don't have to keep experiencing it day after day after day. So you'll be able to remember those, those really hurtful things, those hurtful situations, those hurtful relationships, um, whatever you're dealing with. And they'll just, here's what I pray is as we deal with it, we, we release all the anxiety, release all the emotion and all the negative things attached, that it just becomes a memory now with no negative emotion and it becomes wisdom. That's really what I go. Lord, just make it wisdom to me of what to do in that situation again. Does that make sense? That way, because most of it, if people like, that's in the past, forget about it. How does that work for you? Yeah. Pretty tough, right? It's kind of like, don't think about anything. Then I immediately go, how do I don't think about anything? So I start thinking about something. So anyway, um, when's the earliest memory you felt this before? If, if, if nothing comes up, um, and I would just ask you to be brutally honest with yourself. If you're praying with me, you know, you, you can tell me what you want. You don't have to tell me what you want. I'm not really interested in your stuff. Like, um, I'm not prying to, I was on prayer with this other lady this maybe a month ago, and she's like, oh, we don't even want to go there. I was like, no, that's exactly where we have to go. Just because you're that fearful of it, that's where we have to go. And sure enough, like she goes, man, I slept like a baby that night after we just got rid of some of the junk, you know? So um, if you can't figure out where the earliest memory of this is, then just go, you know what? Whatever this fear is, whatever this lack is, the source of it, Holy Spirit, I just deal that you're going to deal with it. 
and show me where it's at. So anyway, so simple prayer to ask the Father to heal the source of what's bothering you. That's key, I think. Go, hey, Lord, whatever, whatever's causing this, if I can't figure it out, oh, I just ask that you heal it at its root, at its source, so it's no longer there anywhere in my life. Pretty simple, right? So step two, um, this is where I think what I was sharing last week is I probably haven't done a very good job with this or I could have done a better job is when we're teaching about using visualization and, and healing and how God's made us so creative and so powerful, really, that uh, if there's still things going on and you can't get there, you, cause here's what I've heard from a lot of you. I try picture what my life to look like and I can't feel the emotion of it because you've shut down. You're, you're, your body's just shut down. You're like, I don't even want to go there because that seems like so far out that I can't even imagine myself there. And uh, I realized, you know what, we need, to, we need to let it bubble up a little bit. It's okay to, because most, most of the training I got growing up in business and everything else is only think positive and only this. And, and you're doing it by willpower if there's negative junk in there. You'll only get so far again. Some of us are pretty good. We can willpower, uh, but it's not enjoyable. So it's okay actually to let it bubble up and feel it. And just go, Lord, show me where that is and show me that, what's that, what's that going on? And so, uh, like Brad Jerzak, how he talks about it is you enter into the situation. You enter into it. So if something happened as a kid, you kind of see yourself there. Whether, you know, if, it was, if it was me and my dad, I see myself with my dad there and try to experience that. And I feel that emotion. I feel that worry, that fear, whatever. Is this making sense to you? I'm just trying to make it simple. So <clears throat> you enter in to the situation or you, you, you try experiencing that situation again. And, uh, and if you can't, like I said, just let the fear or the, the emotion of what you're trying to deal with just bubble up, okay? And then step three, this is where you use the heart screen, your imagination. That you, Guess what? When you're entering into the situation, are you actually there? No, if something happened to me when I was five, I'm not actually there right now, right? But I can use my imagination to see it and feel it and see it as if I'm there. Does that make sense? Now, it's pretty interesting that once you enter the spirit realm, are you there? Actually, you kind of are there. It's because there's no time. It's he's, he's, he's eliminated time and space, and that's a really interesting one. That's what quantum physics is exciting to me. It's, uh, and I think, I think why we're so intrigued by time travel and all this stuff, because we're remembering our root. We're remembering where we came from because he's outside of time. So if we're birthed out of him, we have these desires to go back in time, go forward, don't we, all of us? You see all these movies and everything else, and I think once you enter the spirit realm, you're actually there. You know, there's, that's why Jesus says... Uh, uh, um, I'm the same. Yesterday, past, today, now, and what? Forever. Future. Forever, really. I am. That's who he says. I am. I'm present. I'm, I'm, uh, that's a pretty cool thing. So anyway, so then as you, as you allow that negative to bubble up, you imagine that love, that light, that warmth. I, I, I use my imagination to, to see the spirit you can use whatever metaphor, whatever imagination. I like love and likes. I kind of see these billowing big clouds that you see and oh, just fill me from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet and just expanding as far as way, away and I can see. Oh, thank you, Father, that I can just trust in an unlimited love and power so much greater than me because you're perfect love. And I just kind of just let myself float in that, relax in that, peaceful in that. So whatever works for you, I'm just kind of doing what works for me. And uh, as I've prayed with people and I ask them to do this, man, you'll feel a shift. So let's go to that last slide and then I'll, I'll do it with you. So I usually, do, I would just encourage you to do this. So when you're feeling that anxiety, feeling that fear or whatever it is, um, or a situation in your life that you need to deal with, a crisis right now, 
The good news is you can have boldness in the crisis because as he is, so are you you in this world, right? And you can have boldness when there's a crisis because he loves you perfectly. That's why I love that is, what would it feel like to trust an unlimited power and love so much greater than me? And that's him. He's in and through and withholds everything. So anyway, I just see that love, that light, that warmth, whatever, whatever picture you see him as just filling every atom of your body and expanding out from you as far as you can is just expansive because love is just expansive. Light's expansive. It never stops. So I just see it coming out of my heart, feeling the room, feeling my whole house, feeling the community as far as you can really use your imagination. And just keep doing that. See that love, that light entering into the situation until you feel a shift. You can feel a shift almost always. Most times you'll go, oh, I felt it. And if I'm praying with you, I'll usually go, how are you feeling? Because I can tell when it shifted. And they go, oh, I just felt it. And I go, yeah, because you start to get pretty sensitive in the spirit. Because that's really all you're trying to do. Is just, you're using your imagination to sense and feel things. Your spirit, that's really all you're doing. So anyway, when that happens, then I would do this. Is, uh, and I added this because he doesn't really have this. But I love this. This is, Brad really helped me a lot with this. It's like his meditative, or his, um, what does he call it? That kind of prayer? Um, so this, the word's escaping me right now. Uh, shoot, Bradley. Anyway, just ask Jesus, is he always with you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Centering prayer. Yeah. No, that's Andre and Marianne's term, but that's good too. Listening, listening prayer? Yeah, they're all good. Listening, centering. Yeah, centering prayers. I, I like centering too because guess what you're doing? You're centering yourself back into him, right? Like, oh, okay. Jesus understands it all. That, that's right, Dennis. If I get confused, Jesus, oh, you know what I'm talking about. That's what I do, honestly. Just like, you got this. So I love this part. And it's been fascinating as I've been doing with people. I go, Jesus is a, this crazy thing because he's in and through and withholds the whole universe together is what he says. There's not anything that's created that's not created in him. Right? John and Colossians and all those different references, Ephesians. And so uh, yet he could show up as a man. So he can be present, even though he's present in everything, yet he can, maybe that's not intriguing to you. It's intriguing to me. Like, uh, well, that's weird, right? I, maybe you're not as amused by me, but I, I think that's weird. So he's in and through and everything, yet he can show up as a human in time. Like, that's just awesome when I start thinking about that stuff. So you can just ask him, hey, you know what, whatever that situation is, Jesus, where are you in this situation? And don't, this is where you analytical guys, don't try overthink this. He will tell you, ask and you shall receive. And just sense or feel where he's at. And you can even start doing that right now. Like, Jesus, where are you? And he'll, he'll show you where he's at. He, he might be to the left of you, or right of you, in front of you, behind you. Oh, like a lot of times people are like, oh, he's standing over there. And then the next thing is once you can see him and you know he's present. So when he's present in any situation, is it going to turn out okay for you? Yes, yes right? So then the next question I think is just talk to him. Jesus, what do you say about this situation? What do you want to tell me about this situation? And again, don't overthink it. As, even as I'm doing this, I was, I, was, I was doing this a bunch Thursday night with a bunch of different people, just back to back to back. And, uh, and almost every time they were like, well, I don't know if it's just me, but this is what I think he said. Like, well, of course it's just you. Who, who's Whose imagination and mind, who's he going to use? He's going to use you, right? And so, and it's always so good and so is spot on, you think I'm just making it up. I'm telling you, when we did it, wasn't it? Wasn't it perfect? It's like, I don't know if that's just me because that's too good. I go, well, 
He's perfect love. It's got to be too good, right? So just ask him, what's he saying? And you can dialogue as long as you want with him. You know, just go, Jesus, what are you saying about this situation? Or sometimes if you're going, uh, sorry, I'll, I'll hurry up. I just looked at the time. Um, sometimes people will go, and this might happen to you, I can't hear him. Then ask him, Jesus, remove whatever is there, why I can't hear you. Why can't I hear you? Ask, you shall receive. So is he going to answer you? Yeah, he's going to answer you, and it'll be an impression. It'll be, here's why. And they go, oh, okay. I'd like to hear you. Can, you, can I start to hear, hear you now? What do you think he's going to say? Of course, of course. I'm your father. I'm your husband. I love you perfectly. I want to talk like this all the time. I want to heal where it hurts. I want to enter into those situations with you. Is this making sense to you? I promise you it works, man. It's so cool to me. So anyway, um, and then you just kind of do the same thing again. You ask him, okay, he's the giver of light. He's the owner of everything. He's, the, he's, the, the, he's everything. So if he's everything, just see him starting to bring love, light, warmth, healing to the situation as well. And you just kind of bathe in that again. So your own, you kind of imagine him and you imagine this love and light just entering into the situation. What do you think it's going to do to the situation? It's going to heal it, right? It's going to be easier and easier for you. And then once you've done that, now we can get to the good stuff. And I think most of the time we've just gone straight to number five is, hey, elevated emotion, see what you want to see, be positive, only do this. And your heart's going, crying out, going, I'd love to, but it, there's just damage there. So guess what? He loves you enough. He's going to fix the damage. Cool? So, and then you just, you enter into that situation again. So if you, and he does the genie, the genie question or the reverse genie question, you can do it two ways. The, the genie question is this. If you could have anything right now in your life, what would you ask for? If he was a genie and it happened to you. And then you guys have heard me enough. The real answer between all of that is if that actually happened, if Jesus came to you and healed you on the spot, if you're dealing with something physical, how would it make you feel? Oh, I'd be, I'd be so thankful. I'd be, I'd be jubilant. I, you know, all these big expressive words typically come out. I go, that's what you're after. You're, that's what you're after. So you start using your imagination to feel what it feels like to be jubilant, feel what it feels like to be abundant, feels what it feels like to trust in unlimited power and love. That if you enter into love and just bathe in love, what does love do? It heals, it comforts, it gives. It's, it takes care of your situation, all the different things. So anyway, um, you just start to feel that elevated emotion with what you want your life to look like. Now you can start to see it a little bit better because you don't, you don't have all this stuff working against you in your subconscious. So makes sense, those five steps? All right, let me, let me just go. Does anybody want prayer? Otherwise, I'll just do it for you in, gen, in general where you can work on it, whatever you're dealing with right there. Yeah, okay. All right, let's just... All right, so whatever, whatever you guys are dealing with, I'll just kind of walk you through the steps, okay? And the, if some of you guys need some prayer, personal prayer afterwards... Um, you know, I'll do it here. Otherwise, just reach out to me, guys, at info at freedomministries.org, info at freedomministries.org, or mike at freedomministries.org, either one I get. So, uh, and we'll set up a time where we either do it in person or over a Zoom. That's what I love, man. We can do it anywhere around the world. And so, Father, we just thank you. We love you. We praise you. Oh, we thank you that you've made it easy for your kids. You would never make it hard for your kids because you love us. 
And sometimes it seems too simple, but it's so powerful, Lord. We can enter in as kids. We can enter in as children is what it said to experience the kingdom. So if a child can't understand it and uses imagination, then it's probably not the kingdom. So we just thank you for it, Father. So Father, we just thank you that you love us perfectly. You love us, every part of us. And we just ask the Holy Spirit to heal at its root, those earliest memories, those roots, whether it's generational from our parents, our grandparents, wherever it is, whether it's our own wrong beliefs or lies we believed about ourselves and God, we just trust you're going to heal it at its root. And just show us if there's anything that we need to see or show, be shown of where it's coming from. Show us. If not, we're not going to worry about it. And we just thank you that you heal us at our root so we can be free from this and then start using our imagination, our prayer, just enjoying you, practicing your presence to start living the life that we truly want to live, just full of shalom, full of you, full of peace, full of love. Oh, so, Father, we just thank you. So whatever that, where people are dealing with, their fear, their anxiety, their, their worry, their lack of joy, their lack of intimacy, unforgiveness, whatever it is, nothing surprises you. you we're your creation. You love us perfectly. You take responsibility for us, and we thank you for that that you're not ashamed of us. There's no judgment in you. So, Father, we just let those situations just kind of bubble up. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, as we're sitting here, we just thank you that they can just start to use your imagination and truly prayer what you've given us. We just see your love, your light, your warmth. Oh, just to flow down the tops of our heads through the bottom of their feet. Just this beautiful love, this beautiful light, this beautiful flow. That's all we need to really imagine is just that love, that light, that warmth, your limitlessness, your abundance, your wholeness. We can be free here. We can be vulnerable here. We can know we're perfectly loved here. Oh, we can cast our cares to you here. And so you deal with it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for that love, that light, that warmth. Thank you that you're our caretaker. You, you tell us to do that, to just rest in you, to trust in you. So, Father, we just thank you for your warmth, your love, your light, just from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. Every atom in their bodies just resonating perfectly. Just that warmth, that love, your presence is healing every atom in their body as we speak, every nerve connection, every every memory, everything as we speak. Just let your beautiful love and light just wash away anything that's not supposed to be there. Ah, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just let them feel that release. Let them feel that peace, that you're present, that it's safe. And we just thank you, Father, that you, you're present in every situation. And so we just ask for every one of these people just in that situation and whatever we're dealing with, Jesus, where are you? And just show them. Let them see in their imagination, whatever their intuition, the first thing that comes to your mind, where are you? Whether it's to the left of us, to the right of us, in front of us, behind us. But we know you're there. And we thank you that uh, you communicate with us. So, Father, I just ask right now, Jesus, I ask right now, tell them something that you want them to hear about themselves. Tell them what they need to hear to be healed from that situation. Remind them of who they are, that they're perfectly loved, they're redeemed, they're restored, they're valuable, they're honored, honorable, they're holy, they're powerful. 
They're worthy. And they're completely innocent in your eyes. So just tell them what you want to tell them. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We just ask like never before you communicate with them where they can hear you. They can hear you clearly. They start to learn to trust their intuition. They start to learn to trust their, their sensing, their spirit, what you're saying, what, what you're doing. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that you're not far away. You're in us and through us and right beside us. Thank you, Father. And we just ask that your love, your light, Jesus, just enter into that situation and just heals it like never before so that anything there just heals it at its root and it just becomes a memory and it just becomes wisdom. It just grounds us even more and becomes wisdom. So we just thank you for that, Father. We thank you that you've given us the ability to heal, inner heal, and it's easy and it's quick. It doesn't have to take years because I know people fear that. Your presence is fullness of joy. It heals quickly. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And so Father, just ask every one of us just, just to feel you, to sense you, to experience you right now. What would it feel like to trust you completely, to trust an unlimited love and power so much greater than themselves, the source of all power, all creation, such creative ability in your love? What would it feel like to trust that unlimited love and power to bring our desires into reality where we can ask and really kind of step back and watch you do it. What would that feel like? It would feel so good. It feels so valuable. It feels, we'd be so grateful. We're so thankful, Father. Father, we're so thankful for whatever they're desiring, their, their relationships that are restored, unforgiveness that hasn't been dealt with. You just deal with it and you heal it. Father, we thank you for their dreams. We thank you for their business dreams. We thank you for their career dreams. We thank you for everything, that we can trust that unlimited love and power because you love us with agape love that we can only imagine. And then once we imagine that, you said, if you can understand my width, my length, my depth, my breadth, and my love for you, you'll do exceedingly abundantly beyond what we can even think or require. So Father, we just thank you for that. We thank you for those miracles. As they start to see it, as they start to feel it, literally it starts to come to pass. It starts to turn into material form. That's just who you are. You've made us such powerful, creative beings when we operate in love like you. So we just thank you for that. In Jesus' magnificent name, amen, amen, amen. Can I help you guys? All right, well, God bless you guys. You're released. If you need personal prayer, um, you guys online, like I said too, is, uh, it's taken me a couple days to get to a lot of you, but I will get to you. So anyway, God bless you guys. We'll see you soon.